Hey everybody, my name is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio. Now, before I get started, I want to thank everybody because I am <laughs> pretty surprised, actually, that the Sunday episode and the last Thursday episode have done so well because they're a package deal about basically uh, race and anime, ostensibly about race relations in anime considering what's been happening in the U.S. as of late, which unless you've been under a rock, you cannot avoid the news. Like, you have to try now. <laughs> but I just I, it really kind of brightened my life to see that people really love the Black and Anime Sunday Edition episode and the my thoughts on Brand New Animal, which if you want to hear one, I highly recommend hearing both of those episodes because they kind of blend together pretty nicely. And now we're going to talk about something altogether less important. And that's a little etchy anime show from 2009 and from a studio I've never heard of before called... I think it's... The, English name, I don't want to attempt to pronounce the Japanese name, because even though I've been taking lessons, just one might escape me. But it's Fight Ipatsu Juden-chan, or Juden-chan Recharged.
Now, I'm going to warn you up front here, this might be a slightly shorter episode, just because there's not a lot of meat on the bone here. The So, that gives me time to do something like go over a proper series summary thing. And what this show is, is it is ostensibly a show about these civil service workers from another dimension, one of which is is Juden and her co-worker slash partner, a girl named... a girl named... um, give me a second here. A girl named Blanket? And it... This is, this is a, this kind of show is, it's of a period of time. Um, Icon Club is also of the same period of time. There were, a period of time in like the early 2000s, like late 90s to early 2000s where Studios weren't producing porn exactly, but they were producing, like, deeply, 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 do not watch it before dark, etchy anime. (laughs) And this meant that they were able to do all kinds of, like, cool experimental stuff, but it mostly meant that you got, like, softcore porn. (laughs) And you got, like, this is, like, where the period of time where, like, the butt, the butt and boob window became a thing. This is where, like, they took the idea of the plug suit from Ava and, like, what if we made that tighter and we made the characters younger and we just made it all just generally creepier? And it, Juden Chan definitely feels like that. But the basic premise is is that Juden is that Juden plug and blanket. Arrester. I can't believe those are the names. God damn it. Are civil servants charged with recharging people who are going through a severe depression in our dimension, basically. So, basically, somebody who is depressed gets a visit from one from a, like, plug girl, and the plug girl has this tail that's this giant two-prong plug. I don't think I've ever seen a three-prong plug in this show. But they ram it into the character, into the person's back, and they recharge them, almost as if it's like... It's like a fucked-up analogy for a phone charger, but for a person, and if you weren't using a USB port, you were using the plug on the other end to just reverse-zap them... And this show becomes about kind of the bumbling, the bumbling character of Juden, just kind of always fucking up. And it just, but that's not what you come to this show for. Juden Chan is not a show where you're watching it for the plot. It is, it is in this realm of ecchi and fan service anime that I I have at moments appreciated 
I mentioned Icon Club. I have that DVD sitting on the shelf right behind me. But the thing about Icon Club is a combination of Misuke being such a fucking dweeb and just the like, we're gonna strap water. We're gonna strap water, giant water balloon to these whip, to these teenage girls' chests, and we're just gonna roll with it. I have a fucking yogurt slide situation in Iken in like not the. I think maybe the last episode. I'm not sure. I don't watch that thing much, but it's got a yogurt slide in it, and. In case you're wondering, this is, this is an amazing period of my, like, nerddom that I don't think I've ever talked about on this show, but when rental video storage was going away, a- after the death of Blockbuster, but before the complete dominance of streaming, what was kind of happening on a super slow schedule was... My local video store, a uh, video store that's actually not super common in on the East Coast called West Coast Video, was going out of business, and so they were selling their they were slowly selling their entire stock. They were still like renting things out, but they were also like everything also had a purchase sticker on it. That was just the way things were rolling at that point. So I would do things like go in with ten dollars. And come out with either an anime DVD, or at the time I still had a working VCR, literally 10 VHS tapes. So, like, I got 10 VHS tapes worth of Ronma one time. Just, like, and they stacked them all next to each other, put a rubber band around them, and, like, stuck them in a bag. And I walked home with a long bag full of anime. It was, it was time, and I loved it. But, occasionally, because, especially since I was... I don't want to... I mean, technically, none of it was porn. So it wasn't like I was purchasing porn. And I think I was doing it when I was, like, 15 or 16. So it was like... The, the clerks, who had known me for years, were, like, fine with me being the people to... Me being the person to buy this shit. Because they would just... They'd be like, come back and tell us what the fuck this thing is. And one of those things wasn't Juden Chan, but one of the things was colorful. I bought colorful from that thing. And another thing was Iken. I like just I think Yeah, I think I bought Iken from that from that clearing from that clearing of houses, so to speak. And I remember the female clerk was like, Oh, you're finally buying this one? I please tell me like, come back and tell me what the fuck this thing is. Because I... It has a yogurt slide. <laughs> I want to... I need to know, Alex. And it was... It's, it's, I remember going back and being like, that's a yogurt slide. It's used almost in the way you imagine because, oh my god. It, you can't imagine it. And that's kind of what... The etchy of the, like, 2009 area was, like... It was just, just, like... It was... 
a bunch of animators who knew that if they went too far, they would be censored, trying their best to make sex jokes and trying their best to be titillating without crossing a line into full-on porn. Because, like, there is hentai, and then there is not hentai, and while ecchi... And ecchi does why people think it's in the middle there, why they think it's part each, it is definitely not hentai. Like, it still, it still has a story arc. It still has... And yes, hentai has a story arc. I know it does. But it, oftentimes... But, it, like, it's... Titillation is only part of its, like, main goal, so to speak. So, in the, like, process of them, of Juden, of Juden and Blanket, um... Doing, doing this job, they fuck up and get noticed by this guy named Sento. And Sento is like, he then has to deal with Juden at work and like also knows that she's a plug girl. And it, it just, the whole show is just like, it's kind of this throwaway nonsense show that it the it doesn't know quite what to do. It Juden seems like this show seems like there was a planned start but not a planned end. And this was also in the time period when like everything was being made into a show like at, just anime was rockin'. And because it was actually, it was released before the, like, bubble burst, technically, of, like, the 2010 era. Of, like, 2010 is when you get to, like, the anime industry is producing too much, and it's unsustainable, and it all goes slightly tits up because the internet is here to fuck everybody's day up when it comes to, oh, you want us to buy a DVD for how much? No, thank you. Hello, high seas of Pirate Bay. Let me just get this... Let me hit this for free. And... When I think about the show, I think about the kind of, like, category of anime that you see and you just, like, look at it and you're like, what? You have a genuine... You have a genuine question about, like, why was this made? I I can't see quite who this is made for. Because Juden, uh, Juden uh, obviously had this, like, lolly moe thing going for it, but it doesn't... It doesn't feel like it takes the risks that are required to get you to remember an etchy anime, if that makes any sense. The, thing, the reason why everybody remembers High School DxD, for example, is because that show is just like, no, we're going to have him poke a girl's nipples inwards as like a power creep thing. And like a shonen, and like line that perfectly up with the shonen power creep like formula in a way that is 
so ridiculous, so fucked that you can't like you can't not just be like, wait, what? And then take another like a me fairly long running, although I don't think they've released a show in a while. Although I'm probably wrong. Um, etchy anime like um Queen Blade. Queen Blade that that empire of etchy anime and like lewdness starts starts with bunny assassin girl what shoots acid milk out of her titties it so the bar is fucking high if you get if you get if you get what i'm saying even even a um an etchy show, very clearly an etchy show, no matter how it tried to dress itself up, um, like, uh, like, um, what's it called? Monster Girl Doctor, or, um, that's airing this season, which I watched the first episode of, and it's eh, pretty, like, pretty, pretty par for the course, but also pretty alright, and I'll watch, I'll totally watch a second episode of that, is... It's just take on Monster Girls and this, like, protagonist who's just straight up just, like, a, a doctor. And, like, they just, they use all the framing as a device to, like, make you try and remember this, like, the show opens up with him giving a centaur girl a breast exam and you're just, like, you see the bikini top with the hand under it, and you're like, this is a way to start. At least I'm going to remember that. And then they introduce the snake girl, and who is designed to be a waifu. Every character in that show is designed to be a waifu character. But my point is that I was looking through things I wanted to talk about, and kind of the reason why I settled on Juden-chan was because it's forgettable. And I think that's, that's kind of interesting, actually, because it, when the line, when the line is fucking, and anything under that that is not fucking is like, and even in some cases, as we learned from interspecies reviewers, Fucking is not the line. Like, entirely fucking is the line. Like, fucking without the pretense is the line. You have so much latitude there. You have so much room to work with in, like, the... in what I'm going to call the etchy range that it... It's wild to me that... Juden Chan is the thing you wanted to produce into the world. <laughs> because I, if you look at something like Interspecies Reviewers, that thing is wild. Like, controversy about it being pulled aside if the, if the streaming partners who agreed to show dream that show knew what it was knew that it was going to be porn they would not have shown it and it, but the thing is, is that the 
there's so much other humor also in inter interspecies reviewers other than just the fucking. There's also like the little background things that jump out at you in that show. I mentioned when I was talking to um, Slate about the show in a podcast that we did that you can find later, earlier on in the feed in whatever podcast app you're using to listen to me right now. I... He was like, did anything unique happen in episode 5? I'm like, they fuck a dragon lady, but also there's this woman just like in a establishing shot. There's this woman carrying her groceries home from the grocery store who is just on fire. Like, but she's fine with, she's just like walking around as an on fire lady. And <laughs> something about that little aside felt in the same way as funny as the like little asides in this show called Ugly America, which um used to run on Comedy Central. It was one of their it was in this like period of time when they were producing a lot of original comedy animations and Ugly Americans were or I think it was just called Ugly America. It was this envisionment of not just New York, but primarily New York as this, like, den of, as if any and all science fiction and horror creatures existed. So, like, we're, and not just things you've thought of before. Like, we're talking zombies, we're talking, like, the main character Mark is a human, but his roommate is a zombie, his girlfriend is a demon temptress from hell his boss is a demon temptress from is a demon from hell his co-worker and he's a um the way they get around like showing you all this stuff is his co-worker is a magician it's like a merlin style magician who just re really weird and fucked up but like they had all these like side gags of just like what the fuck was that in the corner or they deal with something primarily in one episode, but then you'd see it in the background of other shots of other episodes. You're like, that's just that brain in a jar guy. We're just going to move past that. But uh, interspecies reviewers were really good at that at like that kind of like incidental like what would be what would be in a volcano town i don't know maybe like half the citizens would just be used to being on fire now because magic and so like that's the kind of stuff that because interspecies reviewers just went straight fucking like they could make these weird ass jokes and like try and knock it out of the park and they'd find some really funny shit. They also find, like, a lot of fucked up shit. So, like, that's the other side of the, like, going on the higher end of the etchy scale. And Juden Chan feels like it feels like someone wanted to make something that was slightly Queensblade-esque but for lollicons? And I just, so the, the universe had taught me anything, it is that there is a huge fan of something, of anything, every time, but I just, I look at this show and I'm like, I, 
I don't get it. I don't get why someone said, yes, that. Other than the fact that in the time period, anime was being produced at such a high rate that just, like, it was a show somebody got the rights to and they could make and they could put on television at some time period and have ads sold against. Like, that, that is what this is. And... Uh, shit. There's so... There's, I, I'm not even... I'm not super sure what you can watch Jordan Chan. I think you can watch it on Crunchyroll currently. But... There's so much more impactful, etchy stuff you can watch. And so, like, if you want to go that route, you can go find out on the internet in species reviewers. It will be more fun than Juden Chan because Juden Chan just doesn't. It doesn't reach far enough. It, 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 but what's even worse is it. Sets it up like it's going to, and then just doesn't. Or if you want to get really insane, you can watch Icon Club, which is just like, what if this high school girl was maybe 70% boob? <laughs> and, like, even etchy, even stuff with, like, even Mach and K is better than this. Um, love Hina. Any, any etchy show you can find will be more impactful on you than Juden Chan. Because Juden Chan, it, it's one of those shows, and this is why it, like, doesn't stand out so much. One of those shows that's such a huge mashup of, um anime tropes that it just like everything like it's like you know ditzy cute Lolita who does a supernatural job which sounds like it's not a trope but it super is I, I, her like put upon a like co-worker the slightly dicky but like upbeat male lead. It's just, like, all crammed together in this way that just, like, oh, if I wanted to watch this, I would go ten years back and watch the 19, like, the 1995 version of fucking Oh My Goddess, where all of these characters are done better and also erred. But I... I'm kind of glad I picked this now because it, it it's so it's so odd remembering this show because remembering the show is probably very different from experiencing it in person but it it's just like I I remember like her missing the main character and charging a vending machine causing it to explode and that's the other thing is that a lot of this show is just, like, Juden missing her target, and it just, like, causes something to go haywire in the real world, but then it's, like, a establishing shot of all these other people being like, oh, weird, that vending machine exploded. We should maybe look into that. Nah, it's fine. Moving on. And it's just... 
it seems like a show that was made for fluff. And uh, are are you gonna physically like be in pain from watching it? Probably not. But do you need to watch it? Like, is it a like core show? No. It's like that Viper MG show that you could. That I think you might still be able to watch on Crackle. It's it, it largely unoffensive. It, it it exists in the world, and it's if you're gonna watch. If you're going to spend your time and you're going to feel like, okay, what's the etchy that's, like, just short of porn? Like, I don't want interspecies reviewers because that's just porn. I want, I want straight culture. You can go watch something like Iken, or you can read Iken if you're really insane, which I've also done because I am insane. Or you can go watch, queen, like, any, any completely insane season of Queensblade, they all kind of are, they're all just barely loosely connected, but you can just watch any season of Queensblade and get a more, like, fulfilling, whole, etchy experience than some, than watching Juden, because Juden is... It, it's not... Like I keep saying, it doesn't... It, doesn't go for it the way you want things to go for it, but also doesn't have good enough comedy to function in the same way that like an etchy show like Monster Musume would function. Because the, the kind of secret sauce of Monster Musume is Monster Musume is genuinely funny. <laughs> like they make genuinely good sight gags. Yeah. Bird Girl Ice Cream Cone gag notwithstanding. Um, and they make, and they have, the other thing about Monster Musume is, and I talk about this in, I usually talk about this in the panels that I won't be doing this year, but they also have, like, logical conversations quietly about real world shit. <laughs> and Juden Chan just doesn't do any of that. It's, it's so. It's so small, it's such a small show that it doesn't, it doesn't, it's like it's not asking you to invest, it's just asking you to watch, and it just doesn't, that doesn't do it, it doesn't get you anywhere really as a show. So, like I said, this is going to be a shorter episode because I don't want to drag this thing through the mud too much, but if you liked this episode, um... It is actually good because the Sunday episode will be a bit longer than it normally is. So this show being this episode being a bit shorter means you still get the right balance just flipped. But if you like this episode, you can listen to this podcast on whatever you're using to listen to me right now. You can also subscribe to it on the same app. And if you really like this episode and want to leave a five star review, that really helps the show. But until Sunday, I've been Alex, you've been listening to Lunchbox Radio, and I'll talk to you on Sunday.